Wretched Radio begins in three, two, one. White privilege is just an acknowledgement that our world is uneven. We live in a country that's unequal. All human beings share solidarity. All of us are made in God's image equally and therefore worthy of dignity. We're all ruined and rebellious against God and therefore calls us solidarity in sin. And we all need the same Savior. It's time for Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. A story about Jimmy. That's right. It's got to be true. This is Wretched Radio. You better hope not. You haven't heard the story yet. One summer day in Iowa, there are about three of them. Jimmy was driving down a country road, and because, wow, has he been shedding the pounds He hadn't eaten in days. He was on the verge of passing out, and he was running out of gas. Lo and behold, he sees a farmer's stand on the side of the road. He pulls over, surveys all of the fruits of that farmer's labor, and he says to the farmer, Sir, sir, where do you stand on DEI? And the farmer from Iowa, who mysteriously has a southern accent, says, Well, I got myself a prod flag right here. Jimmy staggers to his car. Remember, he's about to blackout. Jumps in and he drives to a tank and tummy, which is fortunate because his tummy and his tank are both empty. He walks into the gas station and asks the attendant, where do you stand on LGBTQ issues? What do you mean? You think there's 714 genders? I'm out of here. Jimmy leaves the station Gets into his car, pulls away, passes out, but which is okay. He didn't hurt anybody because the car ran out of gas and everybody lived happily ever after, <laughs> except Jimmy, of course. There you go. Uh, My story about Jimmy. That's a good one. Thank you. I wrote it. <laughs> I actually wrote it. I didn't AI it. Why not? I wrote, well. <laughs> There's reasons. (laughs) Took a few moments. It didn't take long to do a little research of the organizations, the corporations that Mrs. Friel and I tend to engage with. In other words, we do commerce with pretty much a set group of people. We have our core resources. And then on occasion, you're traveling, what have you. You visit other industries and you buy stuff. But overall... We spend our money with just a few organizations. I decided to look them up because I know that there are a lot of Christians consternated. That's right. Christian consternate. We got to come up with another um, concerned Christian consternation. There you go, my Southern Baptist friend. By the way, we will be bringing you updates from the SBC when they happen. Not much going on yet, but when it does, Jimmy the starving, oblivious driver who wasn't aware he was almost out of energy, both forms, for his body and for his car, will be keeping an eye on it. Jimmy, our confidence level. Ooh, through the roof. A lot of concerned, consternated Christians wondering, yikes, should I be spending my money with this organization? Chick-fil-A brought the issue up again last, was it last week? Yeah, last week when it was discovered they have a DEI statement. Well, lo and behold, All of the organizations and a lot more that we spend our money with, they're all into DEI. Our Walmart, we're Walmart people. We we don't, we don't, 
the reason we don't do Target is not because of the boycott thing or their their issues. It's because they're more expensive. I got to admit, though, their carts, oh, the Target grocery cart or the, just the red cart that they've got, man, it's like, okay, the difference between a Target grocery cart, free will do tell, and a Walmart grocery cart, the uh, Target grocery cart is like a 747, man. Just I have never gotten a Target cart with a wobbly wheel. Never. They're amazing. Yep. It's almost like I enjoy pushing it around. Mm-hmm. Instead of just sitting and waiting for Mrs. Friel, I'll push that. There's something kind of, it's like vacuuming and then and hitting a crumb and hearing it go. <laughs> it's so satisfying. Pushing a cart that doesn't go <laughs> like they tend to do at Walmart, which means the grocery carts at Walmart to finish the illustration. I like those little prop, what a Piper airplanes. They're a little bouncier than a 747. We tend to visit the Walmart. Do they have a statement on DEI? Yes. Yes, they do. In fact, they have a chief belonging officer. What about the Kroger? We'll go to the Kroger. They're a little more expensive than Walmart. Not as expensive as the Publix. 2020, standing together. It's their statement on DEI. Did you need something from a pharmacy bigger than Kroger or Walmart? You could go to CVS. Bingo. They got a DEI statement. Did you need gas? Uh, You could go to the Quick Trip. It earns the 37th ranking of workplaces for promoting diversity. Now, they I have to admit, Quick Trip was a little less overt about the DEI stuff, but... They do promote diversity, and that hints that they're probably at least aware and trying to satisfy the DEI. (laughs) I was going to say that German word from the 40s, but we might get canceled on Facebook for a year again. Both Chick-fil-A and... It hurts, doesn't it? Little... Chick-fil-A and another chicken restaurant. They have DEI statements. So then I then I thought, well, this is this is becoming rather ridiculous. So let me be my own AI. And I just Googled for the top 50 organizations that promote DEI. How's about Hershey, Colgate, Kellogg's, Comcast, Marriott, MasterCard, Wells Fargo, GM, Toyota. J and I. What's J and I? Oh, J and J. Sorry. Johnson and Johnson. If you feel that it is a sin to spend money with these people, then it is a sin and you're going to have to make some other arrangements to stay alive. But I don't think that a Christian has to forego doing business with a pagan organization. Uh, We're salt and light. We're supposed to be in this world, not separated not removed, not building a Christian commune. Typically, those do not end well. I would simply encourage you, not because of efficiency or pragmatism, but because I don't think the Bible forbids it. We see instances of Christians doing business in the marketplace with pagans. Meat sacrificed to idols is okay. Jacob sending the boys to get food from an Egyptian pharaoh who wasn't born again. We've got to live in this world, and it is their responsibility to deal with the money that you give them. It is not your fault if they spend it on bad things. It just isn't. 
So shop, I think I would encourage you to shop with a clear conscience. Don't let it trouble you. See them actually as a blessing. Well, you know what? I can go to Walmart, even though they've got a DEI statement. I save a bunch of money. It saves me a whole lot of time so that I can be doing kingdom work, spending time with my family, teaching my kids about Jesus. So maybe rather than seeing these organizations as something to be boycotted or avoided, we can actually see them as a blessing. That goes for DEI. It goes for the LGBTQ business. It Whatever it happens to be, I know it. You go, oh, it just hurts. It hurts. I get, I get that. I don't think a Christian shouldn't feel that to some degree. Um, having said that, I don't think that disqualifies an organization from being on the list of businesses with whom you do commerce. By the way, speaking of the LGBT business, well, this is very exciting. This now, this is exciting stuff. The Girl Scouts, they're offering an LGBTQ patch. <laughs> okay, I didn't do the Boy Scout. I think I did it for a short amount of time. Then my father laughed. Please don't bring up such a painful subject. The Girl Scouts, don't you, and the Boy Scouts, don't you have to do stuff in keeping with the badge in order to get, so like a knot tying badge, you got to, you know. Tie a knot. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What do you do to get the LGBT patch? You go to pride parades. That's what you do. You go to celebrations. You put together a list of recommended activities. Uh, here they are. That you put together 12 LGBT artists and draw an admired figure in the LGBT movement. Uh, the document encourages all Girl Scout levels to identify five books by LGBT authors to read or create a painting of an LGBT artist. Cool. Now, do I think that your kid should be in Girl Scouts? I wouldn't put my daughter into it. I, I would. Would it be a sin? I don't know that I could go that. Now, if they make them do the LGBT, they start teaching them, or they put my children in danger, we're out of there. But short of that, although I got to tell you, what is the name, Jimmy, of the Scouts, the Pioneer? Oh, can you look that up real quick? Christian Alternative to Boy Scouts. Just type that in. Christian, C-H-R-I. I'll let you have at it. And it's like the Pioneers. And it's, well, they let's just say they don't give away LGBT patches, what I'm trying to say. Although, Human Rights Campaign declares a national state of emergency for LGBTQ people. You know what the emergency is? You are! You homophobe you who wants to make laws keeping people from letting their children get mutilated. Jimmy, what's the name of the organization? Trail Life USA. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) Sorry for putting you through that unnecessary exercise. The Trail Life USA, a Christian alternative. In the meantime... Shop in peace. This is Wretched Radio. Ah, some good news. Two encouragements from the Tomorrow Clubs. They have hundreds of weekly kids meeting clubs in Eastern Europe, but now they've expanded to Africa. 
And the kids are swarming the Tomorrow Clubs. They have never seen greater attendance than the hundreds of new clubs that they are opening up in Africa. That should encourage all of us. The gospel is going forth and reaching kids in unreached places. Encouragement number two, would you like to become a Tomorrow Clubs ministry partner? Your support will help the Tomorrow Clubs open up even more Tomorrow Clubs and reach even more kids with the gospel. Please consider becoming a ministry partner at tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Tomorrowclubs.org slash wretched. Hey, I have some news I'm about to share with you that quite possibly could knock you off your feet. We're blowing the doors completely off the Wretched Store. June 12th through the 18th, it is a discount galore. 20% off all books in the Wretched Store. It's like getting every fifth page for free. We're also slashing 33% off all of our video and audio resources, the physical ones that you hold in your hands. But wait, there's more. A jaw-dropping, eye-popping, crazy 50% off all things digital and streaming. And we haven't forgot about our gospel booklets. They are getting their prices trimmed too. Also, if your order tips the scales at $50 or more, we're going to throw in a free streaming of Road Trip to Truth Season 3. Folks, this sale is so big that it has its own zip code. It's the biggest sale we've ever had. It's even bigger than the time we ordered too many books and Todd almost had a panic attack. Make sure you take advantage of it June 12th through 18th at Wretched.org. That's the Wretched store at Wretched.org. Sorry to ask you to do some arithmetic, but this is some math that will encourage you and make you very, very happy. This is one testimony of a mother who chose life because she saw her own baby, courtesy of an ultrasound from Preborn. I was terrified. I really didn't know what to do. The first time I saw the ultrasound, I was just amazed. I was like, oh my gosh, is that my baby? And I, like, I heard her heartbeat and I, I just, I just fell in love. If I could care about my daughter this much, if I could love my daughter this much, how much does God love me? Now take that one testimony and multiply it by 54,253 because that is the number of babies that were saved last year because of ultrasounds at preborn centers. Would you please help us grow that number by providing as many ultrasounds as possible at preborn.org slash wretched, preborn.org slash wretched. Important dates in Christian history. 325 AD, the Council of Nicaea was called to address debates perplexing the church primarily concerning the nature of Jesus. The Nicene Creed was drafted and is still one of the standards of orthodoxy among Christians. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Would you like to know why I won't be flying Qantas Airline anytime soon? I'm going to tell you anyway. This is Wretched Radio. Headline, Qantas. I hope that's how you say it, my down-under friends. Allowing male cabin crew members to wear makeup and women to scrap high heels. They used to have all kinds of meticulous rules about the way that flight attendants, can I call them flight attendants? Air, aircraft <laughs> Aviation Associates, I guess is what they're called now. Used to have rules about dress, very meticulous. They're throwing them out because, well, they got to stay current with the times. In other words, they got to do stuff that they think will keep them profitable, which 
is why companies are becoming increasingly woke, increasingly diverse, because they've been reading the polls that say 70% of America believes, hey, you can identify as whatever you want to, no problemo. We should support these people even in their delusion. So they're seeing it as good business. And we'll, we'll see if go woke, go broke actually becomes a reality. Uh, Budweiser maybe is a casualty, but maybe, just maybe, it's really bad beer. I'm just saying we don't have empirical data on this. And no, I don't drink Budweiser or any beer or alcohol or wine. You know why I said that, Jimmy? Why? So that my fundamentalist Baptist <laughs> friends wouldn't just skedaddle out of here. But it is true. Don't drink beer, but I got to tell you, if I were going to drink beer, it wouldn't be Bud Light. (laughs) Qantas is now stating, we've overhauled our guidelines to better reflect modern expectations. The new style and grooming guidelines would ditch the previous male and female uniform categories. You know why I'm not going to be flying Qantas in the future? Why is that? Because I'm not going to Australia anytime soon. So don't need to. Would I fly it? Actually, the answer is I would try to find an alternative, but not because they're behaving sinfully and participating in the international delusion that you can be whatever you want as long as you feel it inside of you. I don't know that I'd be comfortable with that. I just, uh, you know, so I might try to find a different source. But I don't know that we can say that Qantas should never be flown because they are acting worldly. Same people running the place, same folks making decisions. It's just we're seeing more and more of these decisions, which are really, really bad. Um, Speaking of the LGBTQ business, USA Today, headline, Pride flag stolen, burned across U.S. amid surge in online hate. So a lot of pride flags are being, it seems, stolen than burned. Do I endorse that? No. No, I don't. Not because I don't think that you shouldn't be able, how many negatives was that? Not that I don't think you shouldn't be able to burn a flag if you choose to, but not if you steal it. That's vandalism. That's theft and vandalism, destruction of somebody's property. We can't do that. But I do find it rather interesting that people of the LGBTQ persuasion are very upset about the whole pride flag burning business. I don't know why. They always thought it was a great idea when it was an American flag. If you recall, in 1990, a vote of five to four held that burning the flag was allowable, expressive conduct. If there is a bedrock principle underlying the First Amendment, it is that the government may not prohibit the expression of an idea simply because society finds the idea itself offensive or disagreeable. Well, forget about that Supreme Court ruling. Now people are very upset that a beloved flag of theirs is being burned. Jimmy, do you smell that? Is that irony? It's not a flag burning. I'll tell you that much. (laughs) Must be irony. Hey, if you got 22 minutes, you can become another gender. That's right. Matt Walsh's producer. Wow. Recorded a conversation. The name of the organization, they're kind of the gateway into your child getting mutilated. It's an organization called Plume. P-L-U-M-E. It's a big business organization. Plume and Folks, F-O-L-X, raised more than $45 million last year. Woofta. 
Plume did a fundraising round and generated $14 million. They interview and screen people who think that they are dysphoric to give a recommendation for surgeries. It's something called an orky, orky, or, 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 orky. I don't want to get all medical with you. It's, it's basically, um, it's an orchiectomy. You can just Google that if you'd like to. It's, uh, it's where they remove male genitalia. It's what, what they do. Orchiectomy. I, I call it barbaric. They call it orchiectomy. Matt Walsh had his producer claim to be trans feeling. And in 22 minutes of a video call, this letter was written. To whom it may concern, they use the name Chelsea Bussey, is a patient in my care at Plume Health. Now, please note this. She's been a patient here since 5-15-2023. Jimmy, if you go to the top of a letter, it has the date the letter was written. Correct. You want to know what the date was, this recommendation to castrate and mutilate this fellow was, was it, written? Was it 516? No, it's 515. Uh, the same day. Same day. <laughs> That's how long. 22 minutes on the phone. She identifies as a trans woman and uses she, her pronouns. This gender identity is well established by my independent evaluation. 22 minutes of Chelsea Bussey. She meets the criteria for gender dysphoria. Bada bing, bada boom. Get the cash cows in and keep the assembly line rolling, folks. We got money to make. Quote, she has identified as her affirmed gender for six years and been living as or expressing her affirmed gender for over two years. She's been on hormone therapy since April 2021. Here's the note from this was uh, not the B. According to the call, it was insignificant and not ongoing. The woman wrote just the opposite. When he was, you can go watch it. If you go to Matt Walsh's stuff on Twitter, I guess, you can watch the actual exchange that took place for 22 minutes. He didn't make it sound like, I got to get this done or I'm going to kill myself. But that's the way she made it sound. Despite these interventions, she reports significant ongoing gender dysphoria. She is seeking orchiectomy to help alleviate gender dysphoria. And it is my professional opinion that she would benefit greatly, both medically and psychologically, from orchiectomy. This procedure has been defined as medically necessary by the World Professional Association for Transgender Health to treat gender dysphoria. Wonder how much they make on the deal. Chelsea Bussey has met the WPATH criteria for gender dysphoria and is an appropriate candidate for orchiectomy. Unbelievable. 22 minutes. Is there big money involved? You bet you can. There's a lot of money that's involved. And this reveals just another example of how ridiculous this whole trend is. That's exactly what it is. It is a trend. And organizations are jumping onto it. Jordan, I just saw a little snippet of Jordan Peterson. He rhetorically asked himself, people will say, well, what are you so uptight about? Why don't you just live and let live? Well, 
for starters, there are other reasons, but for starters, I don't think that it's good to take the skin off of the child's forearm to recreate a body part that doesn't function. That's that's a good reason. We need to call this what it is. This is barbaric. This is cruelty. This is participating in mental illness. I think we do need to talk in stronger terms about this. And might I just suggest, maybe, possibly, I I get it. There might be times and places where it's not appropriate, but more often than not, I think we should be saying so. If the subject comes up, you see something here in public, rather than talking about it like this, maybe state it so that people start to realize, you know, there's actually people who haven't lost their marbles that recognize that this is unbelievably wicked. The 22 minutes you're going to remove the guy's body parts. And then in the meantime, just in case you didn't believe that Romans 1 had really fully come to the conclusion, to the bottom of the barrel, which is affirming sexual gender sins. California State Senator invites anti-Christian drag troupe to be honored at state capitol. Cool. This was Sister Roma of the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. By the way, that kid up in the the Blue Jays up in Toronto who wouldn't do the, the gay game thing, uh-huh. whatever that was, they tried to make him the designated catcher uh-huh. of the of the pitch being thrown out by somebody from the LGBT organization. He refused. You're out of here. He didn't strike out. He kicked out. Right. Apologies aren't enough. He tweeted, I nominated Sister Roma for this honor because we should celebrate leaders who serve the community even in the face of hate and abuse. And if you looked at that picture, you would think, well, this is like a cartoon. This is dystopian. Nope. This is reality. And this is Wretched Radio. And it's now time for a Wretched News Break here on Wretched Radio. I'm Jimmy Hicks. First up, a new children's book on the First Amendment has been raising more than a few eyebrows because the book seems to suggest that any speech against climate change, transgender issues, or Black Lives Matter is not protected free speech. I guess they just changed the First Amendment to you're free to speak as long as we agree. Yeah, I don't think freedom wears a uniform. And speaking of redefining things, we head out west now to California where they frequently redefine things. Right now, they seem to be redefining family norms. They're working on granting the right to IVF to homosexuals. Critics argue that that doesn't consider the needs of the child, but who needs traditional families anyway? Am I right? And in a surprising turn of events, a new study suggests that a significant percentage of people who identify as LGBT revert to identifying as heterosexual within a few years. Hmm. Yeah, maybe Lady Gaga needs to update her song because Born This Way doesn't seem to apply now, does it? Meanwhile, the world of sports continues to stir up some controversy. It always does. But a transgender cyclist has not just won, but dominated a women's long-distance bike race. The second-place finisher commented that, quote, the power is just not comparable. And that's something we've got to all agree on. There's a huge difference between a male 
and a female. It doesn't matter what the male puts on the outside. It doesn't change what's on the inside. And in a move that might make one question the meaning of Catholic, a Catholic health network has decided to cover sex change operations for its employees. In retail news, multiple Target stores across the U.S. have received bomb threats for betraying the LGBTQ community. Now, this is kind of a paradox of tolerance, isn't it? Accept us, or we're going to blow up your stuff. And Planned Parenthood, the world's leading provider in services to murder your unborn baby, well, their organization is facing some problems at the moment. A significant restructuring is taking place within the organization's walls which means about 15% of its staff will be let go. Now, look, I'm sympathetic. I don't want to see anyone lose their job unless their job is to murder unborn babies for no reason whatsoever. Sorry, but this is pretty good news. And that's been today's Wretched News Break. More Wretched Radio is straight ahead. I'm Jimmy Hicks. Names of God. One name the Bible gives to God is the Greek word despotes, which means absolute ruler. Despotes is related to the English word despot. As absolute ruler, God has ownership rights over all mankind. Yet our Master and Lord Jesus Christ became a man, suffered and died on the cross for his people. The absolute ruler is also our example of ultimate humility. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. The thrill of victory and the agony of defeat. Spreading the globe because it's kind of quiet at the Southern Baptist Convention. But as soon as we have breaking news, we'll stop playing this stinger and we'll start playing this one. Jimmy, I do believe they're voting for president later today. Any other breaking news from the SBC? Uh, We will attempt to bring it to you, courtesy of one Jimmy Hicks, because you're a Southern Baptist. (laughs) Well, um, uh, oh, this is fascinating. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) Um, Your church must be in the SBC. No. It is not. Well, then you're not SBC. I'm not. I'm not. I'm a Southern Baptist ordained minister, but uh, no longer Southern Baptist. Well, now, Baptist. how does that work exactly? Well, I was ordained as a Southern Baptist did you, pastor. Did they unordain you? No, I'm still ordained. Then you're, but why aren't you at New Orleans at the convention? <laughs> because I'm not Southern Baptist anymore. But you can't do that. You can't identify as something that you're not actually. No, actually, on second thought, you can. That's oh, okay. precisely what you can do <laughs> these days. Let's go to Oklahoma, shall we? I've never been to Spain. But I've been to Oklahoma. They tell me I was born there, but I really don't remember. Virtual Charter School Board approves nation's first religious public charter school. Hey, that's great if it was thoroughly and confessionally evangelical, but it's Roman Catholic. That's right. St. Isidore of Seville, Catholic Virtual Charter School's application to be the first publicly Funded religious charter school in the United States. Be careful what you wish for. If you want Christianity controlling institutions, realms that have been instituted by God, you might end up with a Roman Catholic charter school. I don't, I don't know that we want that, do we? As long as we brought up the subject of the Roman Catholic Church, let me take you to, this is new... Newcastle, 
Catholic churches in Newcastle. Jimmy, that's Newcastle. That's in England, correct? Uh, St. Mary's Church. Holy Spirit Parishes Adoration Chapel across from the St. Mary's Newcastle. It's got to be England. That's where Jimbo is. Jim McMaster is there doing such amazing work. I'm telling you, one day you and I are going to be in heaven. Very busy. It's not going to be a passive experience. Very busy. And we're going to see this guy pretty short. The crowns on his head are going to be taller than he is. Even with his glorified body, it's not going to be that tall. But his crowns, and you're going to go, who's that guy? And I'm going to say, oh, that's Jim McMaster. He serves the poor. He goes into prisons. And you never hear about it because he is a quiet worker who loves people, who loves the Lord, preaches the gospel to those who are the most down and out. The people that we would probably say, kids, lock the doors. We want to avoid the Don't walk by those. Try not to breathe the air. Jimmy jumps right in there, takes care of them, provides necessities to them, feeds them, and certainly preaches the gospel to them. That's Newcastle. One Vicky Anufrak was an originator of something that has now been going on for 10 years. It is a perpetual observance where people are praying 24-7 inside of the church. Now, does that have power? And the answer is, well, it could, but the perpetual observance doesn't have power in and of itself. It's the fervent prayers of a righteous man. They avail much. People who think that somehow prayers become more efficacious or more powerful because we're either walking around the zip code we're praying for or we're having uninterrupted prayer. They do that up in Kansas City at IHOP. Shouldn't surprise us. That's that's bibbidi-bobbidi-boo business. They said a person who signs up to pray can't leave if the person behind him or her doesn't show up. Quote, you have to stay on because you don't want to break the prayer chain. Why? What's going to happen? Somehow God's going to go, ah, 15-minute lapse. I'm not listening anymore. There's no power in this. Someone has to always be there to take over and pray. What Bible verse is that? The Blessed Sacrament, here's the reason. The Blessed Sacrament can never be left alone when it is exposed on the altar. Oh, so we've got a Eucharistic issue going on here. Because, here's what, Jimmy? Did you read this article by any chance? I have not. Uh-uh. Okay. Would you like to know why you can't leave the elements of the Lord's Supper alone when it's on the altar? I do not know you that. Just give it a go. I, Take some crack. You might come up with it. <laughs> I'm not sure. I can't even. Do you take crack? Is that how you, like, like a vitamin? <laughs> I took some crack this morning because Jesus cannot be left alone. Oh, uh, so transubstantiation is alive and well. Those elements, it is believed by the Roman Catholic Church, become the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And if somebody isn't there, poor Jesus is going to be lonely. Can't have that. When the host is on the altar, that's the Lord. You can't leave the building if no one else is there. You can talk to God anywhere, but there, when you expose the blessed sacrament, you're talking right to Jesus. Uh, I can do that no matter where I am. I can, I can offer, we are priests. That, that, that This is a part of what the Reformation was about. Direct access to God because of the work of Jesus Christ. Quote, that visual is an experience of, I know this is you and here are my problems. 
Well, we can do that right now. You don't need bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. You don't need an intercessor. You don't need a man to hear your problems. Take them to the Lord. And you certainly don't need to be talking to Mary who can't hear a word you're saying. There is one mediator between God and man, the Lord Jesus Christ. Long as we're talking about the Roman Catholic Church. No, Todd, you're talking about the Roman Catholic Church in Missouri. Now, Jimmy, that's that's in a different country than Newcastle. Uh, Newcastle's in England. This is Missouri. Missouri, yeah. Yeah, that's in... United States. Yeah. I knew, I knew that. It's never, <laughs> never good at geography. Geometry is what I should have said. That would have been funnier. It would have been. But I blew the joke right there. <laughs> they exhumed the body of a nun who has been buried. You know why I blew the joke? Because I couldn't remember which was which. I'm just going to be transparent. I'm going to be a transparent <laughs> pastor, man, and just let you know. In my mind, I'm going, Jimmy, geography is the number. No, geometry. And then it was too late. Thank you for being authentic. Well, I just want you to be able to relate to me that sometimes even talk show hosts know. I was just kidding. Yeah. I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> Impossible. They exhumed the body of a nun who was barely decomposed since she died in 2019. That's causing thousands to flock to Missouri to see the exhumed body of a nun who apparently shows little decay. She's placed in a glass shrine in the church. Yikes. Have you ever seen the movie Luther? It really is worth your time. This is the Joseph Faines. You know, you can actually, was it the Roland Baton, uh, Here I Stand? Uh, the, the one was maybe made in the 50s. It is actually good, too, because it does reveal and expose what was going on in the Roman Catholic Church then and what is going on in the Roman Catholic Church even still. When a coin in the coffer clings, a soul from purgatory springs, indulgences are still taking place. You can take a trip to Aruba, and as long as you walk in a circle three times while thinking about somebody they think is a saint, then you'll shave off 100 years of your uncle's time in purgatory. This stuff is still going on. And this is a demonstration of that. In Missouri, they've actually put this woman who's been dead now for four years into a glass case in a shrine. And 10 to 15,000 people are expected each day. What in the world is going on? Well, that's the Roman Catholic Church. And this has been, this has been something that the Reformers were just absolutely shocked by. But we need to know it's still going today. You say, I'm not persuaded it's still going today. Well, then you haven't heard this bit lately. Hello, this is Bob Athelstan with Relics, 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 your source for sacred Christian relics. We carry a wide assortment of relics for all purposes, from earthly miracles to heavenly rewards. Right now, we have a special on the one-of-a-kind skull of John the Baptist. Choose from child, teen, or adult. Hurry fast because quantities are limited. The first hundred people who call in to order the blessed skull of John the Baptist will receive a two-inch by two-inch piece of the actual cross. Free. Hundreds of thousands of satisfied customers have attested to the miracles happening in their lives since they have owned these palm-sized chunks of the real historical actual cross that Christ himself was crucified hey, wait on. wait a second. Pick up our catalog or visit us on our internet site. While you're there, be sure to order our holy plate and chalice dinnerware. Use it the one and original Last Supper. Available in 10 and 20 piece sets. Remember, here at Relics, 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 our motto is you don't need grace when you've got sacred relics, always at fair prices. See, it's still going on even today, and people are flocking to Missouri to see a woman who hasn't decomposed much since 
2013. They want a sign. They want a miracle. We've got something better, said, ironically, Peter. We have a more sure word. Furthermore, we do have an anthropology instructor at Western Carolina University in North Carolina who said this type of lack of decomposition is typical. Why? Decreased oxygen flow in a cooler climate, the clay the coffin is in could absolutely slow decomposition down. Sadly, that will not stop people from flocking to see what they think is a sign and wonder. Bummer. There's plenty of those in the Bible. This is Wretched Radio. You're familiar with this sound. You're sitting in church. Your pastor is preaching. You have your John MacArthur Study Bible open. The pastor is reading the scripture. And all of a sudden you hear everybody in church turning the page because they all have the same MacArthur Study Bible. Why? Because it is so helpful to be able to read study notes underneath the verses to really grasp what God's Word is trying to teach. How would you like to share the joy of putting a John MacArthur Study Bible into the hands of a believer in the Philippines? They typically make about 12 to $15 per, not hour, per day. It's a luxury item, and it would be such a blessing, $25 a Bible, four Bibles, $100, or perhaps you could send a Bible to a brother or sister in the Philippines every single month. Would you please consider doing that to bring joy to our brothers and sisters? Wretched.org slash Bible. Hey, thanks so much for listening to Wretched Radio today. We are so grateful for you and your support, especially when you choose to purchase resources from our store at Wretched.org. As Christians, we know the importance of standing firm in the gospel because it was for freedom that Christ set us free, right? Well, your support as a gospel partner helps us to continue producing biblically sound productions like Wretched, Project the Truth, and Transformed. We rely on the kindness and generosity of God's people just like you to not just keep the lights on around here, but to also spread the gospel to millions. We promise that we honor your generous gifts with faithful stewardship and full accountability. How so? Well, we're members in good standing with the ECFA, which means you can check up on us for yourself and have full peace of mind as to how your donations are being used. So please, would you visit wretched.org slash donate or text the word wretched to the number 44321 to get all your questions answered and to become an ongoing monthly Wretched Gospel Partner. Wretched. Amazing grace. Amazing God. How's inflation been treating you if costs for health insurance are skyrocketing in your home? Would you please visit MediShare.com slash wretched affordable biblical health sharing Christians paying for other Christians medical bills, which means you don't have to worry where the money is going for bad stuff. Second of all, you can save on average $500 per month. And finally, MediShare, it's the gold standard for healthcare sharing for more than 25 years. It works and the members, including myself and Mrs. Friel, love it, which is why their customer satisfaction rate is double traditional health insurance. If inflation has got you down, call up the people at MediShare, 844-34-BIBLE or MediShare.com slash wretched. Attributes of God. You can trust in God. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 tells us that God is immutable. 
He does not change. He is faithful to fulfill His promises, just as much today as when the Bible was written. You can rest assured that His Word is still true. This is Wretched Radio with Todd Friel. Todd, Todd, we've started. What are you doing? I'm practicing in case the aliens tune in. Honestly, this is Las Vegas. People claiming we saw an eight-foot creature in our backyard. It was 100% not human, said this individual not willing to identify himself. Oh, I see. So we've got ourselves an unidentified alien from an unidentified human who wasn't willing to give his name, nevertheless claiming a tall, skinny alien creature. I have an alibi. A tall, skinny alien creature with greenish color that was about 8 to 10 feet tall was reportedly behind a forklift in the backyard of a Las Vegas family after a potential UFO crashed April 30th and May 1st, so in the middle of the night. Thanks for the explanation, Friel. I looked in the eyes, and my body just froze like having sleep paralysis. Or he was on a trip. We don't know because we don't know who the person is. (sighs) He had a weird-looking face, big feet. Well, maybe this was me. Where was I that night? I don't know myself. Big shiny eyes and a big mouth. Okay, I admit, fine. I was in Vegas, busted. It happened at, this was the phone call was placed at 1225 a.m. Hmm. Not that nothing good ever happens at midnight. Just saying. Now, a growing green light preceded the appearance of the eight-foot creature. Las Vegas police had an officer's body cam at 11.50 p.m. on a, April 30th. A 21 people reported the same thing to American Meteor Society. They think that there was some sort of UFO and it crashed and went boom. I think this is excellent. I think we should follow up on this because if we do indeed have a UFO, which, remember, is an unidentified supposed flying object, it's an object, it appears to be flying, And it's unidentified. So, yes, I do believe in UFOs. I just don't believe in aircraft that are captained by eight-foot-tall space creatures. A witness who who was seen in the responding officer's body cam told his story in a YouTube video under the username Alien Society 51 and shared pieces of the body cam footage, a neighbor's doorbell camera, and... The loud bang and aftershock and a picture of a perfect circle in the backyard purportedly left behind the aircraft. If it went crash boom and people actually felt the earth shudder, um, wouldn't there be like debris and all kinds of scientific measurements that could be taken to determine exactly what it was? I turned around and saw a big light falling from the sky and moments later I felt a big impact and a bang. It was like a shockwave. All right, let's go explore it and maybe try to find the name of the guy who's reporting an eight-foot, skinny, green, loud-mouthed alien. In other words, Todd, 
was in his backyard in Las Vegas. And as long as we're in the city of ice, you don't have to visit Vegas to do foolish things, especially if you're between the ages of 18 and 22. Legalize gambling online on your phone, supposed to be reserved for those who are 21 and up. But turns out 18 to 22-year-olds, 58% have placed at least one wager in the last year. Whoa. But I'm sure they're all getting rich. 70% of college students are bettors. A majority of underage gamblers typically bet between $1 and $50 and lose between $10 and $300 a day. I'm not good at math. <laughs> I, I think that I explained that when I said I'm not good at geography. Redeemed! You got it. Got it back! <laughs> One to 50 is what the bet is. They lose 10 to 300 a day. Did you know that in the last five years since legalization, 220 billion has been wasted because these places thrive. Somebody's got to lose. And it's probably going to be you or potentially your teenager. This is a big problem. I do believe in Wretched Worldview 2, we tackle the subject of gambling, of which this would certainly qualify. Embedding matchsticks, I don't know why you'd have them in your house except in need of having to light a candle when you lose electricity. You know, betting a dime on the putt, I, I don't think that's gambling as much as it's just fun competition. This is to make a bunch of money. This is to spend a little to get a lot. It's a get-rich-quick scheme. We talk about that in Wretched Worldview Part 2, available now. Oh, Jimmy. Yes. Is that a part of the sale? Uh, Would you check it out? I will. I think it, we, it's the biggest sale ever, 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 ever. At Wretched.org, Wretched Worldview 2, it is out with Dr. Nathan Busnitz. We tackle 22 contentious contemporary Christian issues along with abuses of alliteration. Available at Wretched.org. That thing on sale, too? And I think, by the way, if you're international, which means you're not in the center of the universe, which is America, you can still do the streamer business and get a very good deal. Speaking of vices, how's about that marijuana? Breakpoint, Chuck Colson's ministry, not the pot of gold we were sold. This is a study from Denmark. Six million people, 30% of schizophrenia cases among young men could be linked to marijuana use. No. You mean what we all observed and found to be patently obvious is now scientifically defensible that pot doesn't make you a Rhodes Scholar? Ay, 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 what a ruse. From Brickpoint, legalizing pot was sold as a way of helping sick people. But cannabis is the only substance approved for medical use and then legalized for recreation. Isn't that the kookiest thing? By the way, the cannabis industry is worth a whopping $32 billion. Jimmy, is that thing on sale? It is. Wretched Worldview 2. And hey, as long as we're spanning the globe, let's go to North Korea. <laughs> Sorry for laughing because this is a tragedy, but uh, Kim Jong-un noticing uh, North Koreans are pretty hopeless and they're taking their lives at unprecedented rates, has decided to ban suicide. Uh, if you are in government in a region where somebody commits suicide, well, then you're culpable. So 
one more reason to, if you're, look, you're thinking about moving out of the country. I feel that you might want to just pass right over North Korea because, well, I know that that's our destination one of these days, but you don't need to take a trip there now. North Korea sentenced a two-year-old to life in prison after family was caught with a Bible. Unbelievable. This occurred in 2009, but it surfaced in a recent report on worldwide religious freedom from the State Department. There are estimated between 50,000 and 70,000 citizens in prison camps for their Christian faith, not to mention a bunch of other folks. If you have not committed to praying for our brothers and sisters who are locked up, they're in captivity, please pray that the Lord would show his mighty arm and be the deliverer that we praise in the book of Exodus. He can do it. No problem. And I would encourage you to pray that if he chooses to show himself even mightier by protecting those who are in captivity, then his will be done. But we should be petitioning him, please send these people home. 50 to 70,000, and you know it ain't a party in those prison camps. North Korean officials prompt all citizens to report anyone engaged in unauthorized religious activity. Oh, that's always. That's always helpful for national morale. Somebody watching, they're going to tattle on me. Those deemed guilty of maintaining Christian beliefs undergo secret prosecutions and face life sentences imposed on up to three generations of the immediate family of the person found guilty. You know what we need to do? We need to send Sean Foyt there. That's (laughs) what we need to do. Get him to understand that's not the way that it's supposed to be. Getting caught with a Bible in North Korea could mean death because Christians are considered a hostile class. Ooh, that's the craziest thing. Isn't that what they're calling us here? That we are terrorists, that we are the ones. That's why, what is the um, state of emergency for LGBT people? Because, you know, we Christians are running around with baseball bats. (sighs) Christians in North Korea and America considered a hostile class in which people derive status from loyalty to the state and its leadership. Christians are regarded as the lowest in society and are constantly vulnerable and in danger. That almost sounds like the Apostle Paul describing his life. We don't want to become North Korea. That's a fact. But if we continue to devolve to that place, we need to get ready. You need to prepare your heart. You need to know your biblical response. I encourage you to check out. Uh, No, this one you can get for free. I don't think this was at the biggest sale ever, 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 ever. It's called Persecution. You can get it for free. Wretched.org slash persecution. Then you can go to the store and get a great deal at wretched.org. Until tomorrow, go serve your king.